There comes a moment when you've exhausted all your options while simultaneously coming across a product that reinvents your notion about what an honest and high quality company looks like. The Healing Rose was the catalyst to that very moment for me. The Healing Rose Company is a female-owned Massachusetts CBD company based out of Newburyport that prides themselves in using only the best USDA-certified organically sourced ingredients for their vast line of therapeutic products. Their line stretches from lip balms, tinctures, skin balms, roll-on oils, and bath products. Their transparency places them above the rest with third-party tested results showcasing their intolerance to toxic pesticides, solvents, metals, and harmful elements. They provide full-spectrum CBD in many of their products, excluding their tinctures, which carry a broad-spectrum profile, ideal for not having to worry about any low-level THC, which is common for many CBD products. That one's my favorite, and it's good on the palate. Full-spectrum means that they extract from the hemp plant an array of different therapeutic cannabinoids along with CBD and their profile terpenes. The combination results in a greater outcome of healing and relaxation for any individual's needs. Whether you are an athlete looking for any recovery advantage, a patient in need of some relief to remind yourself that you are still a warrior, or someone who sees the frontiers of life with a little reserve and want to calm the mental storms that keep you from personally exploring, the Healing Rose CBD Company is here for your full body and mind optimization. Please visit thehealingroseco.com to explore their diverse line of products and support one of New England's best rising stars in an industry where ethics are fundamental and a company like this will only be found sitting at the throne of it all. Use the code SAGAS, S-A-G-A-S, for 10% off your purchase. Again, visit thehealingroseco.com and use the promo code SAGAS at checkout for 10% off your purchase. To the many martial artists, entrepreneurs, dreamers, and thinkers, how often, for your own sake, would you love a symbolic reminder of your mentality and the perfect dichotomy to match? Murder Nerd is an independent clothing apparel line that represents the sharp, relentless focus towards personal growth and athletics. It embodies the vitality of their creative owners and the network of people who run on the same frequency. Why not elevate your frequency in comfort and style? Visit www.MurderNerdsFitness.com for their personal line of shirt and hat wear. Enter the promo code SAGAS, S-A-G-A-S, for 10% off your purchase. Again, visit MurderNerdsFitness.com and enter the promo code SAGAS for 10% off your purchase. Let's see. Guess where we are. Can you guess where we are? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're in a parking lot. Yep. So, let's see. Let's just get this thing cooking. So, I'm going to go over like a little story of some digging that I did. And what we're going to talk about is lion's mane. Lion's mane mushroom. But before I actually get into the lion's mane itself, I kind of want to um, kind of describe how I even found this thing. So 
I was going through some information a ways back, trying to understand um, microdosing, right? Microdosing psilocybin. How to do it, protocols, whatever you want to do. And then I come across a video, and this video just got me down a huge wormhole. But this one video was from a guy named Paul Stamets, who has now become like the like uh, an integral figure in my head when it comes to um, mushroom medicinal mushroom health and just incredible achievements of just science really this guy is incredible and i wish i could go through some of the accolades that this guy has uh, achieved and what he's actually working on but this one video i i think it was called like paul stamets stacking protocol or something like that for for neuropathy and um so I'm like, all right. So I click on this video and it's, it's, it kind of starts to blow my mind because what this guy goes through in this kind of 30 minute lecture is his original hypothesis and then kind of experimental protocol when it comes to helping someone with um, peripheral neuropathy. Now, you know, there's different versions of neuropathy, right? You have large fiber, small fiber. Small fibers are C fibers, large fibers are A fibers. And they function for different reasons and in different ways. And they're structurally built in a way a little different too. So the large fibers, the peripheral neuropathy, which I'm sure is what he's kind of talking about, these nerves, those are A-fiber nerves. Those nerves actually have something called myelin sheath. They're like a coating on them, which allows for, um, for just a, a more optimal functioning when it comes to how to read its environment. And, hey, nice, okay, yeah, let's get a helicopter, why not? So, and so the point of this stacking is to help kind of regrow that myelin sheath. Because as you start to lose that, you start to lose nerve function. And that can come in a lot of ways. That can come in pain perception ways. That can come in uh, mobility dysfunction. That can also come in um, cognitive decline too. Like neural nerves, where when they start to malfunction, you start to get kind of like you can get speech impediments, you can get, um, I mean, the big ones really are dementia, Alzheimer's, um, one that connects with the body too. The peripheral body is like a MS. So it's a very big deal to have this, these coatings on your A fiber nerves. So his protocol is, and I don't have the exact numbers, <clears throat> but you know, I can link up the video where I actually read this too, or watched this and, and heard it. But it's um, a certain amount of psilocybin, a certain amount of lion's mane, and then a certain amount of niacin. 
So, and I know I'm going to butcher this, but there are regenerative um, properties to this lion's mane that I'll try to get into in a little bit. And then there's, there's also uh, properties to the psilocybin that actually helps the tips of axonal um, um, nerve tips and how they function in the way that they communicate. And then the niacin, like if you've ever had a niacin flush or on accident or on purpose, you know, they add niacin to a lot of B12s. Some people take it as kind of a, uh, I would say like a healthy remedy supplement when you have heart issues. I don't exactly know how that works, but I know that people use niacin at certain doses. But if you take niacin at a certain dose, I've taken, I've done a niacin flush because you burn brown fat cells and when you're trying to get a job and we live in a time where we like to look down upon people that smoke weed these people go crazy trying to figure out how to get it out of the system so I've done this because the THC gets stored in a lot of like uh, brown fat cells and as you work out and do all these things those those are the things that actually kind of like uh, they they lessen you know that's how you lose some of that kind of body fat so flushes help with that too, and they don't feel good because your whole body starts to burn. It feels like it's in this like heated fever state for a while, for a good maybe hour to two hours. But you combine all those because that flush moves and pushes the compounds to the peripheral. You don't just digest and it goes through uh, certain avenues of your system. You use the niacin to push the lion's mane and the psilocybin to greater regions of the body which is your peripheral, which is where you want all that, those properties to go to do their action because that's where your issue is. The very tips of your toes, your, 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 um, your fingers, and even just in your head too. So I watched this video and I'm like, all right, this is cool. And I take all the information I can and it kind of helped a little bit with the microdosing. I'm like, all right, what is this lion's mane thing? So I keep looking into lion's mane. I keep looking into Paul Stamets. Find out he has done a million different lectures on like cancer, on uh, repollination globally with the bees. He he owns Host Defense, which is a uh, medicinal mushroom company that sells a lot of different um, species of mushrooms as supplements for a lot of different things. I used to take a lot. I, I used to and still take a lot of mushrooms called uh, cordycep mushrooms. They help with um, kind of elevating a little bit of the oxygenation process in your lungs. And I use them for jujitsu because it kind of feels like you get a little more out of yourself cardio wise when you use them. You know, and I would pop them like an hour or two before I would go in. So I find out who this guy is. He's done like two podcasts on Rogan. So I found little clips of him and I was really intrigued by the lion's mane part. So I, so I start looking into lion's mane and start finding out how much literature there actually is on lion's mane, which is cool and can sometimes be hard to come by when it's, you know, there's not a lot of money pushed on something that doesn't have a pending patent on it because there's no money to be made on it from like a bigger conglomerate whatever pharmaceutical company but they do have them and those studies are out there and uh and it was very intriguing and and some bigger ones they use rap models which is cool 
because you know you can parallel a lot of rat studies to human studies it just you have to kind of accommodate dosages that you that 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 you have in your trial to then convert to um, like human doses but they're still there I think they metabolize they metabolize like seven times quicker than, than the human but uh, but but the, the but the, the the pathways are all still there and how things kind of come um, result I guess and they have some really good ones on like um, giving trauma to very specific nerves in mice and having the acceleration of the nerve regrowth um, happen at a much faster pace with a certain amount of lion's mane. And, and they have a whole bunch of things on that. And, and I found that very intriguing. I'll try to save that and I'll post that. And another one that was really cool, which is kind of, th this one's the bigger thing where they're now starting to push the, 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 what do you call it? They're trying to aim the studies and the, the work being done for Lion's Mane towards more dementia patients because there's a, um, you know, if, if you know a little bit about dementia, obviously it's devastating. And an aspect to it is a certain type of, certain type of plaque that builds up in the inner walls of the brain and certain, has certain attachments to certain membranes even beyond that. And um, in this laboratory experiment, they were able to kind of inject the mice with a certain type of Jesus Christ, I'm, uh, this is probably wrong, but some kind of polypeptide thing. And it's an injection that kind of mimics and mocks um, uh, plaque buildup in a really cute, uh, in a cute, fast way. So once they did that, they gave the mice a certain injection also of, of uh, this lion's mane. And it actually showed six to seven days out um, a 20% reduction in the plaque. So when they upped the dose and then measured it to the same timetable when it came to like seven days, eight days, they saw it go up to almost 40%. And that was huge. That was huge. And a lot of that has to do, I guess, with the regrowth of synaptic connections and uh, nerves that information travels through because as those kind of dwindle away and start to de um, degenerate yeah you start to lose your ability to remember you start to lose your ability to um, um, verbalize correctly or even move correctly too you know your balance can go off because your the the, the very endpoints of your nervous system are starting to fade you know and in fading that signal kind of becomes distorted and you'd get you get a much weaker signal you know and it's and it's horrible and it's you know obviously dementia alzheimer's these are all things that everybody's frantically trying to figure out like what is it is it is it epigenetics is it lifestyle is it a gene is it you know what is it and like so many other things it's like one man one disease manifestation 
so many different things can lead up to it. So it's not really just one thing a lot of times. But you know, I don't you know I don't keep up with the Alzheimer's or the, any of that dementia literature, so I don't really know what the new the new way of looking at it is. So with this lion's mane, you know, as I'm as I'm looking further and further into this, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Like, you know, personally, I'm looking into it to see like, all right, can I get this so that it can help my wife? Cause she obviously has a nerve issue and pain issue. And so, you know, I continue to look into this. I, I buy some host defense. Um, they are definitely a, a little more expensive, but I trust them a hundred percent. You know, I've bought some other brands that I continue to buy other brands that are a little less and um, you know but the more I kind of look into it, I'm like yeah like if this is brain health it makes sense where it kind of led me and it led me to um, more anxiety and depression stuff right there's there are animal studies that show there's a lot of regenerative processes going on in the hippocampus area of the brain which is where like emotional responses are so like you know making that area of the brain function in a way, in an optimal way, um, if there is some kind of degenerative process going on there, helps with just emotional translations, right, of just your existence, the way that you see life, the way that you um, hold on to and interpret memories, right? And, you know, so that's, um, um, you know, that's a big part of this is the anxiety, the, the, the depression, just overall, um, brain health, um, you know, other things like nervous system, like injuries, you know, like car accidents, right? You fuck up your spine. There's a lot going on back there especially when it comes like that, that is where your nervous system comes from. If you ever see when the first parts of an embryo, of a fetus start to grow in the embryo, I mean, the first line you, little, you, you see is the spine, is the birth of, of the spine and, and, and the web around that, which is like, it, which is your central nervous system. And you know, you get into an accident, you get these spinal injuries, sciatica injuries, all these different things. Um, there's literature that shows that supplementing with that can also help accelerate um, some of the modalities you may already be using to help with your recovery from that. Because it's not just pain and trying to walk, it's making sure all the signals are strong enough so that you are... Um, how do I say this? So that everything is communicating correctly, right? All your organs are connected to your nervous system, right? That's your autonomic nervous system. It's your heart, it's your lungs, it's your, your bladder muscles, your, your fucking, uh, I, I, like your sphincter muscle. It's how you digest, it's how you shit, it's all of that. The stuff you don't control, in parentheses kind of thing like you control your fingers you do all that stuff it's like you don't tell your mind all right I'm gonna do like three heartbeats right now you know like you just you can't do that but it's good to have all the connections in proper 
inform maybe using some of these things that actually help with um, a healthy nervous system and the web of that that's connected to uh, your autonomic nervous system and all those organs. Because the weird manifestations after a spinal injury, I mean, they can they can vary. They can it's it's either you just sit in a wheelchair the rest of your life, or it can be a slew of things. It can be bladder issues. It can be a lot of different things. Um, uh, na, 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 na. Let's see. The so the spinal injury, um, spinal health, nervous system health. Um, I guess it helps with ulcers, um, digestive tract. I mean, I think that's just kind of another part of just the autonomic system, right? Your nervous system, just having a, a vibrant nervous system helps with just all of these things working correctly. Um, here's another one, and this one I'll actually read to you. I think, what was it? Heart disease risk. Research shows that lion's mane extract can influence some of these factors and reduce the risk of heart disease. Studies in rats and mice have found that lion's mane mushroom extract improves fat metabolism and lowers triglyceride levels. One study in rats fed a high-fat diet and given daily doses of lion's mane extract observed 27% lower triglyceride levels and 42% less weight gain after 28 days. Since obesity and high triglycerides are both considered risk factors for heart disease, this is one way that lion's mane mushroom contributes to heart health. Um, and it also gets into like oxidation. It pre prevents oxidation of, of uh, cholesterol in the bloodstream. Um, you know, there's diabetes symptoms, you know, because diabetes symptoms, I don't know if it's with type 1, but I know at least with type 2, that shit can spiral into bouts of small fiber neuropathy, right? You got the yellow, you got the yellow, you got the purple feet, and then eventually that gets into the temperature dysfunction. Those are the small fibers, the pain, the burning pain, and... Um, you know, and, and that's kind of, I think, where I probably pulled my, that's where my, my brain went to. It's like, my wife doesn't have diabetes type 2, but her symptoms mimic another symptom that's under a different umbrella. So if that helps that, I'm like, well, maybe this will help her in a certain way. You know, and I think the hard part with some of this stuff, and it does say this in the literature, and we, ha and we have to look at this. Um... What would you say? I would say you'd have to look at this very carefully and be smart about it because it's it's about dosage conversion, right? If lion's mane helps with all of these things that I'm reading, but the suggested dose is at a lower level, that might be for someone who wants to maintain good health, right? If you're in good health, it might just help you maintain it, right? I'm taking it myself, trying to get other people of a certain age to start taking it as a preventative, maybe, to preventing or slowing down any kind of neurological disease in the future. Because you're now building a better foundation for your um, brain function in your older age, which that happens too. You know, brain function, neuropathy. I mean, we're all going to have some kind of 
nerve dysfunction just because of deterioration. So if this helps and you can, and you get on this sooner, then you might you know you might be better off. But if you're already suffering from something like most of these things, what is the dose? Are people supposed to take ten fucking pills of this a day to get a certain effect out of it? I don't know. You know that's where it's important to know like different brands, different manufacturers. If one serving size is at a much higher dose, so you're not taking ten pills. Maybe two is what you need, and if it's even safe, like you obviously go through this with your nutritionist or your dietitian or your doctor, you know, to see if something like this could help and what the most optimal dose is, dose is for your situation. You know, but I just, I don't know, I just find all of this so like fascinating. Because it's, you know, herbs and plants are one thing and they have their place most certainly in the grand scheme of health, right? This is where you're pulling from medicine anyways, right? Old, ancient, Chinese uh, herbs and um, and I don't know, just like different practices that they use, you know, and and I mean that's kind of where pharmacology even comes from. It's just extracting novel compounds from exotic or indigenous plants and uh, and flowers and all these different things. I mean, not all of them, right? Some of them are very purely synthetic, you know, but we've learned about medicine through what we've already had on this planet for a long time. And that what a lot of older um, cultures have understood for hundreds of years. <clears throat> you know, but this whole fungi, fungi, whatever, you want, whatever way you want to call it, you know, it's a, it, it's a, it's a different thing. It's a different animal. They're made of different compounds and, and they benefit you in very different ways. And, um, you know, whether it's a fad or not, like it's neat that I see things so accessible. Like you have all of these exotic mushrooms and you can either take a supplemental form of it there are companies, good companies, I believe with good practices that are intertwining some of these medicinal mushrooms in their teas, uh, in their coffees. The fuck else did I see? You know, you can get lion's mane in an actual powder form that you can just throw into a, like a smoothie, you know? So there's a lot of different ways of taking this stuff in and and it's kind of opened my my mind to how much I think I've neglected the idea of mushrooms as a good um, daily, I don't know, daily supplement. Uh, something that is beneficial to different parts of your health that maybe all of these other things really can't touch. Um, and... You know, 
and when I start looking at the chemistry of some of these things, like at least lion's mane, what the hell is it called? It's like high molecule weight compounds, and that one is called like a polysaccharides. Yeah, that's what it was. And then low molecule weight compounds as poly, um, poly, polyketides, I think, and terpenoids. I know what terpenoids are. Um, but the polysaccharides in the mushroom, you know, those are a big part of like excavating and going through and finding and expelling free radicals, which are what your cells make. It's like the junk that your cells make. And if you don't know how to get rid of them, that in itself can kind of, can accelerate certain types of symptoms, you know? Whether you already have something and the free radicals are there kind of pushing it forward, free radicals are not something that you want, you know? That's why certain types of things in your foods, like I know vitamin E is a big one for like a free radical scavenger, right? This is a very powerful, I guess, the, the, the polysaccharide part of this mushroom is a very powerful free radical scavenger, you know? Huge for just, I don't know, potential disease maintenance, right? Overall, just health. Um, you know, the branding of this thing kind of varies. You know, people would call it maybe a nootropic, right? Nootropics are things that aid in your cognitive ability, verbal recall, um, being able to think better, you know? I mean, it's kind of, it's, it, you know, this is all kind of new to me, right? I go online and it's like every other commercial is some, you know, some hot chick or some bro eating some keto bar or like talking about some nootropic or some fucking mud water or whatever, you know, trying to spit you some ridiculous formula that's going to give you huge biceps and make you think like Elon Musk, you know, and it's too bad because that shit just kind of muddies the water on like, all right, where do I look? Because this is definitely not my fucking crowd. But there is validity to the idea of um, some of these compounds and just nootropics in general. And if this is one of them, then yeah, I guess the science is there and I understand why people would take it to kind of get it, whether for your own reason, get an edge on your own thinking, maybe to advance yourself and be better at work or whatever, or for just a good maintenance because of the paranoia you may have of how you may age, maybe due to people in your family, right? If you have grandparents that have a certain thing, it's like, all right, a, a natural tendency is to be like, well, okay, should I do something for myself so that I don't ever flirt with that thing, you know? Is it this? You know, is it elevating my brain health? Is it elevating my food health, my gut health? In the end, all of it's connected, you know? So just, just I guess, embracing a greater, healthier lifestyle and then, and then elevating it all with kind of these, these things that, that, that hone in on a very specific part of your overall health. You know, because yeah, it's, you know, you could have great health, 
but you just never know maybe where in one area a little more help could give you a better life later on, right? Maybe you are somebody who's in good health, but maybe you may be somewhat susceptible to some kind of neurological problem. Well then, if you do it the right way and get with the right people, it seems only logical to want to embrace looking at some of these things so that you're better set for your future because you were proactive in it, right? Yeah. Taking the vitamin D and vitamin C, like, it's good and maybe it's just not enough for some people. So that curiosity and wanting to get that one little thing or get those two little things for your own reason, like, good, that's good. To me, that's valid, you know? Not everything is snake oil, it's not. And if you know how to understand manufacturing processes, where things come from, and, you know, fortunately and maybe unfortunately, understand that some of that may have a price tag attached to it, if you can afford that, you know, then, then you know you're going to be in good hands, you know? Advertising and branding can be a motherfucker. To me, it can be totally, really disrespectful to just the groupings of, de- of, of demographics. Like, it's hilarious to me. And it's hilarious that it fucking works, too, with people. How you sell a car, how you sell a truck, how you sell a bikini, how you sell food, how you sell lifestyles. All of it's fucking hilarious to me. But, in a way, it works, you know? It works, and sometimes it can lead you down a good road to good information. And sometimes to things like this, you know? Yeah, mine came from some random lecture at a college from this guy wearing a mushroom hat, but who I later found out is a fucking genius, you know? Legit. Unbelievable work. This is a guy who I, in my head, not like I even know the metric as to how you measure this, but like Paul Stamen should be up for like a Nobel Prize or something. Even with the shit he's doing with the pollinization of bees. I can't even, I can't even get into that. I am too dumb for that. But I'm smart enough to know the impact of what he's doing and what it, how that could change the world. with just his work with mushrooms too man unbelievable so I mean you know I don't know if I've done this much justice and I don't want to get into all those little details like the arenosine C and arenosine P and all the crazy chemistry behind all that stuff and you know nobody needs to hear that I mean I don't even really need to hear that it's just it's, it's nice to know that that there is science behind it, you know, and it may not be for the layman, you know, but you at least know that smarter people are working on this. And when they boil it down and give it to us, you know, we can trust it, you know, we can, we can believe in it and know that, okay, this isn't, this, this is for real. This is for real. It's not some motherfucker in a tank top who made this in his basement, you know, throwing it in his protein shake after some pumps and trying to get you to buy it. So, um, so yeah, so I don't know, lion's mane and all of its benefits.
and I take it and I love it and I'm getting more people that I know that are at least older than me, my parents, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, take this. Whatever, whatever will help you remember my name longer. I'll do whatever I can to help with that. So, all right, guys. Yeah, Lion's Mane. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.